Hey guys, welcome to Let Me Talk Podcast Season 2, Episode 45. Today is going to be another review uh, episode, which I'm excited for. I actually really do, I'm starting to really like these. Um, It's a bit of a breakup from like just guests on each week. Um, We are going to have our normal routine back to guests next week. I was going to put the guest episode that I recorded on this week, but I've decided to swap it around just because um, of personal things as well um, going on in other people's lives that I would just prefer to put their episode on next week. Um, but this week, I'm so excited. I did a poll on my Instagram page for the podcast um, with, you know, whether you guys want to see a review on a certain TV shows um, and you guys guessed my favorite teen show that I loved in the early 90s. I mean, early 2000s god early 90s that's a bit of a shocker um but yes in the early 2000s I was obsessed with this tv show and they are out with a um rewatch podcast at the moment too and then there's another tv show that I just recently um watched which is sad of me um but I will also be mentioning that too. So I'm going to be doing two of the most like popular teen shows in this little episode today. Um, but let's begin with the first one because this first one um, literally was the TV show that kind of inspired me to want to be an actor and be in the filmmaking and things like that in and the entertainment industry as a whole. Um, it's... You might know it. It's called The OC and I I was obsessed. I started watching this TV show when I was not of age, like not of a proper age. Like I shouldn't have been watching it, but I, I remember it vividly. I remember it was on Foxtel in Australia, Fox 8. Um, I remember literally just... Each, I think it was on every Tuesday night, coming into the lounge room after like a good like three hour session outside playing around with friends and stuff in the neighborhood, um, coming in, having dinner, sitting back. I think it was like eight o'clock it would start and you just recline that, you know, those recliner chairs that were so popular back in the day getting that little savvy Fox Tower remote and just putting it on and just hearing the theme song. The theme song was everything. Like, the feeling you got when, like, the 2000s TV shows had their TV intros, it was just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm here, I'm ready, I'm immersed into this world, and it's going to be great. It is going to be great. Um, So, yeah, I, I was... I was a... A really big fan of the OC and I still am like I have like just recently rewatched it because I'm obviously listening to the rewatch podcast and I kind of want to be amongst it and like listening to what they do like what they're saying about the episodes and um just kind of getting into getting details that you probably would never have known um hadn't they done this like rewatch podcast um but there's so many there's so many things to talk about. There's so many debates that like we can go on about and it's yeah, it's insane. Um so it ran for four seasons and you know, if you haven't watched it, it's essentially about the lives, the loves, the losses, the heartbreaks um of people that live in Newport Beach. Um a family, the Coens, 
there's the Roberts, there's the Coopers, there's a lot. There's a lot of families. <laughs> and and it's it's such it, it, I feel like it gave a different spin on soap operas. Like I didn't feel like I was watching a soap opera when I was watching it back in the day. I still don't. I think it's I think it's a um much more elevated than a so- a soap opera. Um but like kid you not there were some wacky things that happened in there that would probably be in a soap opera plot. So um it for me the show um was such had such a big fandom anywhere in the world, you know? Like in in Australia down here, I would have like I remember going to like being in primary school, if you're listening from America, elementary school, um but I remember being in like I think it started when I was in like four, third or fourth grade. No, maybe third grade. Oh, seriously, I don't know. But I was eight years old. I was around seven or eight. I think I was turning eight years old. Um, and I would have like girls come up to me and we would talk about the OC and they're like, oh, you don't watch that. I'm like, yeah, like, yes, I do. I watch it. I think I remember having to prove that I watched the OC and it was insane. And then when it finished and then everyone got the box set, it was like literally like every, you'd be binging that like all the time when you were old enough and you could rewatch it again. Um, but yeah, I, there, there is, there was so many like opinions and kind of debates about if Seth and Summer were better or Marissa and Ryan were better. Um, that it was, it's, it was crazy. I think the show just had something magical at the time that I feel like if you were to remake it now, it would have to be like something incredible because I find that some things shouldn't be redone. Obviously, like I would be obsessed if it came back. Like I I, I would love that. Um, and I feel like the creator, Josh Schwartz, could make it like really, really good and and elevate it and make it amazing this next time I don't know if it will ever happen um but you know hopefully I mean one day would be awesome to have that and maybe just have a new generation you know maybe have still have the Cohen family but instead it's like Seth and Summer like you know and their kids and stuff so I think um I think it's I think it's possible but anyway I want to get into it and just like kind of talk about my favorite parts of the series and things like that I'm going to go through it as like um seasons as well my favorite parts in like the seasons and um yeah and I guess we can start off with something controversial like who my favorite characters are um I have to always say Summer um Summer is my favorite character in the series and also um Sandy Summer played by Rachel Bilson Sandy played by Peter Gallagher I also love Seth so Adam Brody like back in the day I was like yeah this guy he's he is a lot more than a geek and he and he's just underestimated um but those are probably my three favorite characters I think it's really hard for me because all the whole cast really just showed up and played their characters so well and 
I think it's so hard because you eventually, you know, you start off hating Julie Cooper, but you eventually freaking love her because Melinda Clark just plays her so well. And the arc of Julie Cooper was just insanely good. Um, And I, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's very hard for me to choose my favorites, but those are probably my top three. Um, Summer, I feel brought it together like you needed she started off as a guest character which is really interesting to me once I was listening to the rewatch podcast um which I don't think I realized at the time because I was quite young um but the fact that she was a guest character and then they made her a regular character was probably the best choice they could ever ever do because she just she just brought it all together like she made it she just elevated that elevated it more and also Melinda Clark was also a guest at the start and then they also made her regular as well. So I think those two characters, if they hadn't been made into regular characters, I reckon it would be an entirely different show. Like, it's insane, but, like, it makes sense because I feel like they both tie it together. They they just make it that clean little bow and I love that. Um, but, yes, I love Sarah Summer's character because I was instantly drawn to the performance that Rachel was putting on as Summer um, and her one-liners, her quick wit. Like, it it was just so good and I she just instantly became my favourite character. Um, like, Adam Brody, Seth, I think the comedic timing – like everything that he did, his little nuances, his little behavioral things as like that he chose to put in Seth was just like is just amazing. And I just I, I, I love the two that two of them together. Like they are obviously my favourite couple um in the T V show and I, I loved how they just fed off each other and just kind of they had such a good chemistry. Um and yeah, I I was really back in the day passionate about their characters. I think I had posters and stuff around my room, like as you do. Um, and then Sandy, as Sandy, um, is the TV dad, the the most iconic TV dad you could have in the early two thousands. Um, Peter Gallagher, I loved you know I I just can't even explain it but everyone wants a Sandy Cohen for their dad you know what I mean like you have your dad he's great but having maybe a stepdad as Sandy Cohen would be like the best thing ever um but yes oh my god he's just like Sandy Cohen is so soft-hearted but like also you know like he'll he'll put that thing that like he'll put you in your place if you need if it needs to be if you need to be put in your place so I I really loved him I really loved how they wrote Sandy Cohen I think that you know as back in the day when I was watching it like you know it was so nice just to have a like a nice loving generous vulnerable tv dad to watch on the screen watch on the tv screen every week um so yeah that was that's why he was one of my favorite characters and like I've soon grown to just love Peter Gallagher as an actor he 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 is so talented and like so um just does everything so well and commits himself to the performance and I just love seeing that um but yeah so those are probably my three favorite characters I don't really know if I have a least favorite character 
because I feel like everyone was done so well in the main cast that in the main cast I probably don't have someone that I'm not really a fan of um but if we're gonna say someone I would probably say (laughs) probably say um Jimmy Cooper like as as a character I think that was a bit lacking like I they could have done so much more with him and um I feel like they should have carried him to the end like I feel like Tate Donovan's amazing and they should have had him to the end or you know what I mean and just like kept him on because as much as he was like a shitty dad or a shitty parent like he I feel like he had so much more potential like to they to develop the character and I I think he they could have kept him on which that was a shitty thing I I feel like I wanted to see him like with Julie Cooper again but I guess you know it's TV world and you you don't always get what you want as as an audience member um so season one let's get into that okay that was full-on I rewatched that recently and I was like there this much happened in season one like holy crap rap and it's insane like as like me being a writer now the hell that they wrote like 27 episodes it's like insanity um but let's get into it because season one was so refreshing I think bring the way they brought you into the world of the OC and Newport Beach and stuff was incredible like I obviously was young at the time so I don't know if I remember it exactly how I was like what I was feeling when I was watching it because that's a bit hard um but I I do remember just being like this is such a cool like world and environment and obviously when you're young you're kind of naive and you're like oh is this like real like does this is this actually how they live in that part of the world um and obviously not obviously now growing up I know that that's not the case um but yeah just Oh, it was just so, like, there's so many iconic moments in season one. And I guess it's probably c- cliche, but one of my favourite scenes in season one is in the premiere season when um, Ryan and Sandy are driving up the driveway and, like, Marissa is standing there and then, obviously like Ryan comes back out and like he's got the cigarette in his mouth and stuff as well and I thought that was such a cute scene like and you could see the chemistry between um Ryan and Marissa and I think that Ben and Misha played their characters throughout the whole season so well and so true and you just you were just instantly in their world like whenever they had scenes whenever the storylines were about them you immerse in their world and like fighting you're either fighting for one of them or fighting for the other one or fighting for both at the same time just wanting them to get their their like their happy ending and stuff like that at the end of like whatever episode you're watching each time so I really liked that scene in season one actually um my most hated scenes from season one which I didn't even realize were in freaking season one which is actually insane because there's so much that goes on in season one I didn't realize that half this stuff was half this stuff was here but I'm pretty sure um that my hated scenes were all the scenes with Marissa and Oliver. I never 
knew understood why they had to bring Oliver in at that stage and I was just like this guy is so annoying like he he was he was annoying and he was just like like just awful like I I just yeah I didn't really gel with the Oliver the Marissa and Oliver scenes like I I didn't like it throughout the whole arc I I was just like oh my god like hurry up and just get back to Ryan like I'm I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't a fan um but yeah, so season one was really awesome just to see how they set up the characters, how things went throughout the season. I really loved this the third wheel stuff with Anna, Summer, and Seth. I really loved that dynamic. I think those those are also some of my favorite um, scenes. But also it's kind of like, you know, you, you obviously want Seth and Summer together. Like that moment where he gets on the coffee cart, like the coffee table and he like expresses her love to him, like he expresses his love for her for Summer. That's like, obviously that's also, in the, you know, an ex- a bloody, the most iconic scene as well. Um, but I was also enjoying like the, the love triangle and stuff. I thought that that back in the day is, and it still kind of stands up now as well. Um, that, those three actors really did so well in playing that and portraying that, which was when, um, which was awesome. Um, and then I loved like throughout the the seasons, I really loved all the, um, the Christmas. I think that that was so cute. And I believe at one point in my life, I wanted to do a Christmas card cause I don't know, I'm not even Jewish. Um, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I was so influenced by TV that it's insane. Um, yeah, so those are probably my favourite and least favourite moments of um, season one. I also just think, like, season one, in my all honesty, could have been split up. Like, I feel like they they, they revealed so much in season one Um that maybe could have been put into season two as well. But I overall thought that, you know, no wonder why people got so hooked because it was so good. And like, I loved, you know, I loved it throughout the whole one to four. I was obsessed. Um, and yeah, and it just shows how well they did because season one was the setup season and, and they set it up so well. Um, Regardless of me thinking that some of the episodes um, could have been put into like season two that were in season one, but like yeah, I enjoyed. It. Especially maybe the Oliver stuff could have been done down the track, but I get also get the why they did it. Um, and then let's go to season two, which is uh, was quite intense. It was an intense season. Started off. Um, quite intense um because obviously Seth and um Ryan aren't there you know they've gone they've left (laughs) um which I was like fuck dude like you've got summer you've got you know you've got it where you've got you've got it how you want your life to be and then you fucking fuck off and leave oh my god so passionate but I'm so sorry about the swearing um and I was so angry at that. Like, I remember, like, like watching that back when I was younger and being like, are you serious? Like, freaking hell. We just want you guys together. Um, so that was intense. But I really like um, 
the moments with Summer and Marissa in the first episode um, of season two, I, I find it so funny because Summer has such a wit about her and her, her one-liners are like everything throughout this entire like TV series. So I just thought, you know what? She's so good that like it doesn't matter. She can carry the episode without Ryan and Seth at the moment, um, which is awesome. And I, and obviously like, Rachel Bilson was one of my first inspirations as a kid. So I'm just going to go with that. Um, So that was one of my uh, favorite moments, like the first episode when um, Marissa and Summer are sitting like by the pool at Marissa's house um, and drinking uh, maybe not so virgin drinks. (laughs) Well, at least Marissa. But uh, what else? I've got, there's so many, there's actually so many moments in season two that are super important and um, that, you know, kind of iconic, but also important in the way that if you were to watch it, it might give you, teach you a few things, you know, especially like um, when, bloody hell, when um yeah when trade comes back and all that stuff happens and uh it's just it's just hard it's it's sad it is so it is so sad that um it ended like ended that way and things like that and I think you know it was triggering um definitely 100% a triggering season in the sense that there are a lot of things that happened that if you were a kid watching it or if you were younger um, watching it, that maybe that kind that episode you watched with your parents and and then I, you know and you remember that like that episode when he attacked her, I remember that like I aside from watching it like 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 aside from repeating watching it for a bit when I was like when I was in my teens like I miss a whole like kind of you know decade or whatever of watching it after it finished and when I and I still remembered it like it was one of the episodes that just stood out to me um so so yeah that was that was like super super intense to to like to watch as it as a young person but then to re-watch it now as well like because I've been re-watching the episodes it was like okay like they've really made a statement with this and they really made an impact when they when they put that into the storyline and put that into the episode and yeah I just thought it was so um it was so important to put in there and the way they did it was really well and they pulled it off really well um, so that was probably another moment that was kind of um, very much iconic and memorable and just important to have there. Um, I love like the snow seas that 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 was like those are cool because like you know back in the day you're like I want my school to be like that you know so I remember that like childish thing um, and the OC really made me want to like m- Americanize my school like it's insane I don't even know. Like, I would just always want to do that and, like, Americanize, like, primary schools, Americanize high schools and stuff like that. I was just like, can't, can't we just, like, get a cafeteria? And then, like, in high school, we eventually got a cafeteria at my school. And I was like, this is so cool. But, like, we didn't have any seats in there. So I was like, this is not the same vibe. Sorry, guys. 
Um, I really, uh, I think it was season two. Holy hell. There's so much that happens in season two, but I'm, yeah, like I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes. That's correct. Um, Alan Dale, who is one of Australia's most iconic actors. He's New Zealand as well. It's crazy. Uh, he's from New Zealand. He acted in Neighbours. Um, and then he was on the ocean, um, the OC as Caleb Nickel, and he died at the end of season two. Yes, he and he was um, he was one of the greatest villains I think back for the two, early two thousands. And to watch him was oh, his performance was incredible. So throughout the whole like two seasons that he was there, performance was were incredible. In fact, he's probably like. Like, Paul Robinson in Neighbours, he played Paul Robinson's dad in Neighbours, and he's probably Paul Robinson's version, villain version, as Caleb Nichol, but, like, ten times worse. So I I really loved um, watching him through season one, and then when he came back in season two, and then I thought that it was so sad when he passed away, when they... Um, made him pass away in at the end of season two. Um, I thought the way he, like... The way um, Kirsten, played by Callie Rowland, like, just the, the the events and the scenes leading up to his death, oh, my God, it was, like, oh, it was heart-shattering. And it was, like, if you were watching that back in the day, like, the room was silent. Everyone was just listening to that eagerly, word for word. And, you know, when she's, like, you're going to die alone or whatever, like, oh, my God, that is just that shattered my heart, you know, um, but it was such, such phenomenal acting, such a phenomenal performance, and yeah, I thought that was, like, that was, that was super amazing, super, um, yeah, just super well done, and, you know, that's also another thing that you remember vividly, even if you haven't watched The O.C. for a while. Um, what else? I think I'm missing something that was literally my favorite, favorite moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just did. I did miss it. So the episode, um, The Rainy Day Women, oh, my God, okay, guys. So this this Seth in his Spider-Man mask and then Summer coming to him and that, that kiss, the whole thing, that was genius work from genius creators that I was like, every single person had that photo on their, like, you know, when you have, um, you know, when you had your little like exercise books or whatever, your, your textbooks in, um, primary school or high school, whatever, everyone had that picture on their bloody book and was just like talking about that scene the next day after it came out, that episode. And I thought that that, that is one, that is to this day, one of my favorite episodes, um, and that also, that Zack era, like, that was also a cool kind of funny, you know, era that, like, you know, you're kind of like, oh, you know, I want them to be together, but, like, also, like, this Zack character, so, like, maybe we can keep him for a little bit longer, but in all honesty, episode 14, season two, The Rainy Day Women, I was obsessed, and that scene in particular, and I was just so thankful that they got together and I was just, yeah, I was, I was so grateful for that. Um, because as a passion, Seth and Summer 
fan, I was like, yes, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. They're giving us everything that we want. But yeah, that was some of my favorite um, bits. I um, I love also the return of the Nana. Like I, I think Nana Cohen was so cool. Um, the actress that plays Nana Cohen, she... She is really good at doing it and, you know, she she sold it and I really loved that. Um, yeah, there's just so many things. Like even, um, you know, Carter and Kirsten, like that whole thing. I don't know if I was 100% in love with that, but uh, the, the way it was done was really justified, um, especially because of the whole Sandy and Rebecca stuff. Like it was really justified and I... Uh, I just, yeah, season two was a really good season. Um, I love season two. I think, I don't know, uh, season one and two are probably my favorites, but uh, season four is also a close thing. I know, controversial, um, and we'll, we will get to that. But let's move on to season three, because season three had some, you know, it was kind of, you know, the beginning of the end, you know, with season four being the last season, but um yeah, ooh, so a lot of things happen, I guess. That's the introduction of, like, the Taylor character who um, Autumn Risa did an insane job. I freaking love her character. I love Taylor. And as much as she was started off as being annoying, I thought she came to, like, become this beautiful character in this story and I and I in the series and I loved her. I did love her by the end, but I actually loved her at the start as well. I've got to admit, not everyone did, but I did. I thought she just did it so well and the whole character was so fleshed out and so three-dimensional that I just loved it. Um, what can I say about season three? Ooh, um, I really loved like how Marissa went to public school. I think that was cool just to see like the other side of how the other side live. Um, and I remember being, when I was younger, I'm like, seriously, guys, like, why can't we have, like, no uniform? Because I went to public school in all, like, throughout the whole of my schooling years. And this is literally me just getting tips and things from the OC and trying to make my teachers and people in my school become, like, Americanized. <laughs> Insane. Um... Wow, so I really, yes, I love how the core four were back together um, in like the first episode and stuff like that and, you know, by the third episode they were still, you know, it was just kind of the core four, you saw a bit more of the core four, um, especially at the end of the season as well, which is quite depressing. Um, what? Like, I don't even know. I really liked the Chris, the Chrismica Bar Mitzvica episode. I thought that was really cool and quirky and just, like, kind of so something that Seth would do, which I loved. Um, I really loved that they tried to get Marissa back, and I loved how Taylor just ended up joining them, get getting Marissa back. I um, thought it was so heavy when... Um, Johnny died and you know they'd already had that heaviness in the second season of you know Marissa shooting Trey and all the Trey storylines um but yeah when Johnny died it really it really hit me and when I was younger I do remember watching that and just like completely sobbing like it was so sad um and you just never really know you know you never know what someone's going through and I think it was so important that the OC highlighted that just because it was such an important TV show at the time and popular TV show and it was a phenomenon 
that they had to tackle something like that and yeah I feel like I learned a lot like even re-watching that like throughout the years as well and then again now when I've been listening to the podcast yeah it was it was insane to just have that same emotion and just and knowing how how like little we knew back then of suicide and now we know so much and it's still such a complicated and like scary scary thing um for families to go through and for the person that is the victim of suicide it yeah it's it's really tough um what else Mm, I'm not sure I never really liked Voltuck I freaking hated that guy like he you know good looking and all the actor is hot stunning the actor did a really good job but I'm not a fan of Voltuck and I I literally hate that character with a passion um I just really love how Ryan's just completely like throughout this season like he's starting to get better starting to get his life together you know and the colleges and graduation oh my god I don't even know but yeah graduation was probably one of my like favorite scenes like them graduating and stuff and Taylor coming back like coming into the like the kind of the their circle I really enjoyed that um and now let's talk about the most controversial moment in the last episode I don't know you guys I've tossed and turned and you know questioned this kind of this choice to kill Marissa off I thought that without a doubt it was done really well like the performances everything was done really well from the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode I thought it was a beautiful episode and the way it was done was great and the music and everything like that was just perfect but I've come to the conclusion that I do not agree that they killed Marissa off at the big I do not agree that they killed Marissa off but I understand why they did because if they killed anyone else off it would not have made the same impact as like with them wanting to go into the college years in season four so I I feel like they had to do that Do I agree with it? 100% no. 100% no because everyone was rooting for a happy ending for Ryan Marissa. And it's it's TV and 100% you don't, you don't, um, you never get what you want really. I mean with some things they give you what you want but like with things like that you know it's kind of, it's either going to go really well or it's going to go really bad and this one went really bad with them killing Marissa off. Um, I did enjoy I did enjoy how they did the last, you know, scenes with um the core four like um at the model home and stuff like that. So I I really did enjoy that. I like how they did how they how they killed her off. I really, you know, it was justified and everything like that, but I thought that the character of Marissa went through so fucking much. Like give the girl a break. Like let her live. But um I do understand the writers. It was totally justified, 100%. Um but I just, yeah, I don't agree with it. I really thought that they, if they'd kept her on, I feel like it could have gone for like more seasons. Not to say that um, that the actors and stuff weren't great in season four because I thought season four was a really good season. I really loved it. And when it ended, I was like, oh my God, I freaking hate this shit. Like I went through withdrawals. Um, but I do understand why they killed her off. So, and I don't know if... Brian Mar- Ryan Marissa would have been in game um 
if she did if you were to if she were to stay on potentially but I don't think so I thought I think Seth and Summer were always endgame um but I wasn't sure about Ryan and Marissa um but yeah so that was season three um I'm going through this quickly like because I feel like too in-depth like we'll be here forever um but season four okay holy 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 okay really not sure how I feel about this I Ryan I really enjoyed seeing the arc of Ryan I love seeing Ryan and Taylor I thought that that Taylor was a really good fit for Ryan and very very different to Marissa a lot more drama free and and like she obviously has much more of a quirky character to her um so I really love seeing their relationship develop I really love that um Seth and Summer Summer I just really like how they showed this other side to Summer really serious much more like um mature summer and her just like in her college life and things like that and I really loved how they showed the grieving of summer and Julie especially and you know Julie really really is a changed mother in this in this season a changed person and and you know Melinda Clark plays it so well and did it so well that you know far out like Julie by the end by the end became one of my favorite characters um but I, I really like how they portray the grieving and the stages and stuff because it's so true you know you can be up you can be down you can be like completely catatonic and just like not not in the same universe as everyone else you know grief can do so many things too so I really like how they played out that um I really like how they showed Seth like even Seth like not so together not so knowing where he wants to go um and what he wants to do and kind of his life has taken this little you know different path and he needs to work out that so it, it was really awesome to see that too because they changed him a little bit you know like at the start he was so clear that he wanted to get out of Newport Beach he knew where he wanted to go wanted to go to the east coast he wanted to do all these things and he just wanted to get out um, so in season four, when he's like not not too sure, you know, and Summer's not really there anymore, like she's there but she's not present with him. And then when they come back, like you know, after the um, <clears throat> after the earthquake and things happen, um, and they end up in this little right, it just shows that like the ins and outs of you know, it was it became a little bit more real, um, real life to what relationships can be in real life. Um, love um yeah I loved everything that they were doing with Ryan um I really loved the parallel universe world I really loved that one that was cool I I enjoyed watching that um just how like Kirsten became the ice queen it was so cool um what else yeah even the Thanksgiving how they had all the homeless people come I'm pretty sure that yeah that was season four yes that was cool there were so many enjoyable moments in season four, um, which made up for the fact that they'd killed a regular character off, you know, and they had, and they did it, they justified, they did it well, and they celebrated her character well, and I thought it was great. Um, what else? I really loved the whole, um, season for Peaches, like, that was so funny, and Autumn Marisa did such an amazing job. Um, what else? 
Frank. I love how they brought Frank Atwood in. I thought that he was a great, like, as, like addition to the cast. Um, and, like, Julie and stuff, you see her kind of let her walls down and not – she's not finally going to marry for money, you know. And, and when she does kind of um, – you know, go to marry the bullet, she realises that it's not right. And I love how they ended her with, you know, not married to anyone and putting her, like, education and her education and stuff first, putting herself first and her kids first and not money. Um, And my favourite episode of season four was 100% the last episode. I thought Seth and Summer getting their endgame was beautiful, like where Julie ended up was beautiful with another child, Kirsten and Sandy with another kid. Um, yeah, I thought that it it left a lot open to potentially doing something in the future um, that could be really good and justified. And I think you know what? Overall, these creators that like, I just thought, yeah, I, I thought that they did a really good job with this entire TV series in the early two thousands and. What you don't get now is those kinds of TV shows. Like, the only one that I know now that is kind of, like, just not as, like, dramatized and things like that is All-American. And I love All-American. Um, but you don't get those TV shows anymore and, like, these types of TV shows that often anymore. And I feel like there's still a market for it. There's still a, there's still a spot for them, but... In the early 2000s, like, this was just a perfect time for the OC. And I understand a lot more now why it was so iconic, so such a big deal because, you know, you could sit back and there was a lot of drama, but it wasn't like a Riverdale and it wasn't like um, like a Sabrina and those kinds of things. It was realistic as well. Like, as much as it was, like, crazy, there were realistic moments in there Um that people, the audiences could gravitate towards. So I, I loved it. I still love it. It was one of my favorite things. It, it influenced a lot of things in my childhood and, um, like introduced me to a lot of American kind of culture and stuff, which, which was such a big, um, inspiration to like me just being passionate about acting and things like that and really made me see that this is possible and was probably the reason why I'm still doing this today one of the reasons so yeah I really enjoyed it I um yeah it's definitely top two for me and probably number one I would say but there is another tv show that I've recently just watched that really comes close and I and I can't choose which one I like better now um, but they're, they're different and similar in their own ways, um, which I feel like I'm going to do that in another episode now because I didn't realize how long I would take to do this review. Um, but I, yes, I will leave that to probably another episode at another time. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys liked my review on the OC. If you haven't watched it yet, please go and do it. Do yourself a favor, girls and boys. Go and watch that. Um it is, if you're streaming in Australia, you can watch it on uh, Stan. Um, 
and I think it is on HBO Max in America. I'm not sure in Europe, but in Australia, definitely on stand. Go and watch it. It's such an easy watch. It's so good. And, you know, you come back to me. Once you've watched it, come back to me and tell me. Send me a DM in the Let Me Talk podcast Instagram and, you know, just just let me know how you go. I want to hear from you guys also. I want to know who your favorite characters are in the series if you watched it. Um and if you haven't and you watch it, please let me know who you end up liking um, the most. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you have a beautiful week, a beautiful month. Whenever you're listening to this, when, whatever time in the world you're listening to this, please just have an amazing day, night, week, month, year, whatever. <laughs> um, and yeah, I will be back next week with another episode and then potentially in a couple of weeks with another review um, with another about another early 2000s teen TV show because I just love them. I'm a sucker for them. And yeah, I think that I want to start a petition to bring early 2000 TV shows back, at least that vibe, create a new world, whatever we want to do, and also early 2000 intros because that that feeling, it's amazing. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can find us on whatever podcast platform you use. And whilst you're there, please leave us a comment, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you.